1: Hi everybody, Russ and my Hammers11. Hope you're all safe and well. If you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you're made of anytime time we put new content on. As always, I'd like to thank our channel sponsors, Untuck It. Check them out in the description below. All their stores are open up now. They're all open now. So, you know, if you're in Westfield, London or, or Covent Garden, you can go and see the quality of the shirts already rather than do it online. Anyway. Big, big, fan, big supporter of the channel. So, I really appreciate their, their, their time and effort. Um, today's guest, um, one of the one of the BAME hammers, um, it is Appu. How are you, man? How are you,
0: mate? I'm fantastic. Thank you very much for having me on. This is the highlight of my year so far.
1: Oh, that's that's a, that's a bit a a it's quite depressing, um, because oh, there we're December now. <laughs> be, I uh, yeah, appreciate it, but yeah, it's not there. Yeah, but it's uh, yeah, current, if it was like January and it was like January the fifth, I'd be like, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough, being the 2021, but uh no, mate, you you, I'm, I'm excited. You've had some fantastic guests on so far, so I'm privileged to be in that company, even
0: though I guess end of the year, I'm kind of like the last one you got to, but I understand it's all good. No, 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 no. We,
1: we, ah. we're, 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 we're literally halfway through, I think. Uh, I want to do, my eventual goal was to do 500. Um, we'll see how close we get to there, but it, it might end up a bit like Peter and now about 400, but 500, you know, it's just, so, you know, we're halfway. We're halfway almost, so no, it's all good, man. Um, how have you been? How have you been in this weird world we live in now?
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, listen, it's been it hasn't been easy just because business has, has dried right up, and yeah. and I don't live with my kids, so trying to see them has been a little bit difficult. And also, my boy, he's thirteen, he wants to become a footballer, so there's been some challenges around that. Only one of his trainings, class is classed as elite and so it's that's dropped right off and, and to be honest at the moment that's kind of my identity is what i do for work and and me throwing the kids around and if i can't do that properly who am i who am i
1: yeah no it's, it's so true isn't it it's so true and you become a parent even if you're obviously fortunate enough to to, to to live with them or as you said or you know go not live with them but transport them all about it is, isn't it as soon as that as soon as that little smog's been popped out that's it you're just now you're you know you've got a dependent it's it's weird isn't it it's a weird thing yeah. when you become a dad i think um got to sort of, i to sort of grow up overnight i said no maybe not i mean she's eight now so i still haven't um yeah and uh and to be fair her due date was the playoff final um and i had a really good ticket that day so obviously i went to the playoff. And. <laughs> No, don't know changed since bless it but uh nice nah, good man it's, yeah but you've been well like health wise and stuff you've been all right yeah, health wise touchwood
0: uh, yeah all good
1: yeah and obviously west ham are keeping us entertained so that's good isn't it at the moment
0: they are beyond i'll be honest when when football stopped for the lockdown yeah. i guess everything that we were at as a club both on the pitch and and off the pitch etc I was fine with it and when they talked about restarting i was thinking is that really the most important thing to do Mm. but i've grown to quite enjoy enjoy the watching the matches without a crowd i'll be honest i don't know which way you go i always listen to it without the the fake sound effects because everyone's got an opinion on football so what better opportunity to hear what the players are shouting to each other Mm. what the managers and coaches are saying etc so i quite Mm. enjoyed that and we've done very well since since lockdown or since it started, etc. and can't knock it. It's kind of got me back interested and hooked again. Yeah,
1: I think so. And I think not only that, I just think, obviously, leading up to that, there was obviously, you know, there was, there's was there been divisions and stuff amongst the fan base, you know, and things like that. And and if anything, I think the lockdown period pulled a lot of people together because, you know, they couldn't go and see their, their team every Saturday so they had to communicate more and you know and, and obviously you know there's you know a, fi- a 50-50 split say on the stadium and stuff like that yeah. and you know I think everyone's dying to get back to London Stadium so it's good news for London stadium because it's like yeah. you know everyone everyone's like I just want to get back now I don't I don't care if I don't like it I want to get back and I want to see the boys and um it became thing, I was about to on. say that thing you said about pulling
0: together so I've got a couple of West Ham group whatsapp groups as i'm sure everyone yeah. has and usually on a match there is a home match i'm a season to get older so i'd be there um, yeah, if it's an away game if i'm around and i'm not pulled around by what my kids are doing etc i'm watching yeah. it on on tv but not every or uh, sometimes and sometimes i'm not but what i found is lockdown no one's going anywhere so all of a sudden <laughs> everyone's around everyone's watching the game at the same time and then every single match it's we're all together we're all watching it or experiencing it live although some people have got streams they're like a minute behind and yeah (laughs) etc that's why. i like
1: I love jumping on because obviously I, I'm, I'm at the state, or well, I have been for the last 14 games where it is now. So obviously I jump on well, the yeah, 14 home games. So I like jumping on the YouTube streams of like Hammers Chat or whatever. And because I'm about two minutes in front of everyone because it, obviously then you had the time delay. So i yeah. there's been like a goal. And like, and like oh, Russ. Oh, God, they do. Oh, there's been a goal at London Stadium, but for who? You know, so I won't say who it's for. It's like goal or or yeah. just a simple word bugger so obviously like the villa game on monday it was like ah bugger penalty hang on var no, 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 it's been saved no goal it's like, you know all that type of stuff i love it i love just winding it all up it's so funny but uh i know it's weird and, and i'm i'm really excited for saturday just to have some fans in there just you know just it's a start isn't it man you know it's like it's, it's gonna be weird it's gonna be a weird atmosphere we know that but you've got to start somewhere in it you've got to start yeah. somewhere so why not start for the you know the, the game where we're fifth in the league and potentially could be third for a couple of hours if we win
0: yeah that's right i mean listen it's fantastic to be playing man united and yeah we're not we're not we're not thinking can we beat man united we're thinking can we go third yeah, wow, yeah. 10 games it's, weird, in, it? it's yeah. such
1: a change in atmosphere mm-hmm. in, in, in perception isn't it and i think you know i think Oh, the the Moyes has got to take you know so much credit for that because he's you know he's he's just getting this. There's a real togetherness about the about the playing staff and the, and the and the and the backroom staff and I mean you know the Villa I mean the Villa game exactly exemplified the you know the background the background the backroom staff not background backroom staff you know all together one one in all in you know all kicking off yeah. and oh, I loved it I loved it so funny. That's what it's all about isn't it it's just like it's just the togetherness and we seem to have like players on the pitch who who want to play for the club and we seem to have options as well you know like that like everyone's oh i'm yeah. gonna start haller or antonio fit you know oh, i don't know i don't know rather than who's not injured okay we'll play them you know it's like it's, like, it's actually options now particularly after villa with Moyes going to that sort of you know bringing two subs on at half time and. I, I think just... also
0: if you think about the players that are guaranteed stars and there are a few of them Mm-mm. none of them seem to have a special egos i mean you you're talking about Mm-mm. rice su check kufao now or none of them they're all guaranteed starters you know their names are going to be on that first 11 but yeah. none of them are too big for their boots so none of them you think <clears throat> if things go their way they're not going to get disruptive etc it's not like having um what's his name ah oh, what's Oh, what I forgot. How can I forget his name, Marco? Yeah, not like yeah, having Marco or Payet or whoever. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. There's it. Just seems it just seems to get a good bunch of personalities there, isn't it? I, the, only, the only thing I worry about is 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 that central. But he says, yeah, is that the, the two that first names of the TC, at sue and and Rice really? And you're thinking, one of them gets injured, we haven't really got. You know, Mark hasn't got ninety minutes in his legs, and yeah. you know that's the only only thing, but that's but that's a typical West Ham response. Rather than yeah, we've got great players, yeah, we're doing well. It's like oh well, we're gonna get injured, and that's it. We we know the speed. That's what I've been saying. We know that speed bump's coming. We know it's coming, but just enjoy it while it lasts, isn't it? We're not. I'm not well, used to listen, this level of having having said that i mean normally we're the worst club in the in the
0: league for injuries and that's completely flipped on its head this year so and to be honest that's what the discontent was about a lot of it was about the depth of the squad and have Mm. we got competition for places etc so we're lucky well i say we're lucky moise you're right has done a fantastic job he's found a position or he's found the best system for the players he's got at the club Mm. and it's working um and in a couple of pockets we've got some depth like if for now Zamasuaka gets injured, yeah, we've got Ben Rama or Lanzini could come in and play that. Yeah, yeah. Other positions, not so much so. So
1: yeah, fingers crossed. I think you're right as well about, about being lucky as well, because I think you make your own luck as well. We've always been unlucky with injuries and and VAR decisions and stuff like that. But it seems at the moment we seem to have I, yeah i'm a, a true believer in you make your own luck and obviously we're playing well and the luck does tend to go your way when you're playing well and yeah i mean you know best laid plans i mean the best laid plan that pellegrini had was to you know not not sign adrian on a new contract mm-hmm. you know get a couple of you know get Rob, roberto and get um david martin send the kids out on loan fabianski's number one and yeah that, that's perfect that plan is a, a great idea but then it backfired in his face and he got sacked you know because because it never worked yeah. whereas here Moyes has already said he wanted a small squad uh, to work with so they can all get game time and be competitive and at the moment we're not getting injuries in touchwood so um it's working out so yeah if it didn't if we had like four or five injuries and you know everyone would be calling for his head um just because it's, yeah. it's the way Ham way in it is you know that's the thing um but no long may continue and it's good to see and uh and obviously how's everything with all the all the bame hammers you know in terms of obviously you haven't been able to see each other much uh, for a long time I've, I've only, I've, listen i've
0: only ever met lee the chair that's it yeah um because i taught myself on to the bame hammers because i didn't know anything about them and then they launched in january and i saw a couple of people having a rant on on social media and i was like what are these guys what are they about etc so yeah this is what i do i reached out to Lee, found out what's going on had a, met with him at westfield and basically talked myself onto the committee <laughs> and we had we got i mean basically the the idea behind what we're trying to do is encourage more of the local community to go go to games i mean there's a yeah. lot of asians a lot of black people that go already there's a hell of a lot that don't and mm. there's lot like, lots of reasons some of it's historical if you remember back in the 70s and the 80s when i started going green street everything would shut down everything would be shuttered and so you lost a generation there and you lost their children Mm -hmm. as well um and then since then obviously tv the the premier league etc has taken over and what do you see on tv you see the top six clubs all the time and so mm. lots of fans have gone over to liverpool and man united etc so yeah we're just trying to encourage that we had some ideas but unfortunately for us lockdown came and yeah. so there's a lot we haven't managed to do there's a few things we we, we got done before before lockdown hit but it's quite interesting because of what other stuff i've been doing i've been talking to anwar for instance because yeah. he he works for the FSA, the Fan Supporters yeah. Association. And so I've been linking with different fan groups around the country. And mm. um, I don't know if you saw this week, the FSA in conjunction with Facebook and Kick It Out, I think, and Sky launched that sort of four or five minute video about just saying, look, it's everyone's game. Let's take a stand yeah. and yeah. et cetera. So yeah, it's I think that's another good thing about lockdown. There's lots you can complain about, but at the same time, People have done things and tried to create things and connect with people that they wouldn't have done otherwise. Yeah,
1: that's no, true. It's, it's true. I mean, this, channels, uh, this channel is this the exact uh, antithesis of that. That's a, real, yeah, that's a long word for Friday. Um, but but it's but it's true because I mean that's the high idea was just connecting people together, you know, with, with different stories about the club they love. And 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 I think also you know and not just obviously I do a lot of stuff with the iron supporting food banks and John there, they, they regularly are in connection with fans supporting food banks who, who are basically a big body a bit and they, they talk to the Liverpool guys and the Newcastle guys, and they're all sharing food and dog food and clothing. And yeah, it's, it's amazing Like f- football fans, you know, sometimes, they sort of lay down their swords, um, and they can really make a difference. And yeah, I mean Ammar's a great we've had him on the channel, and he's a great guy, Ammar. And um well it's funny because like when we started interviewing him, he was all like, Oh yes, yes, you know, his voice is all proper, you know, like FSA yeah um you know and by the end he got proper back to his like east end roots he's like yeah all right whatever you know It's just, it's just like his transcension and it was funny because i had his boss on yeah, you know, um i had danny on he's his uh, boss all the shot and uh he was the same all got prim and proper and then it, then the west ham just crept in towards the end and uh no it's, it's great what they're doing the fsa it's fantastic some of the stuff that fsa are doing um and i know they've been talking to obviously. Like, hammers united and people like that as well but uh no it's good man it's good stuff and uh, you know obviously obviously during lockdown we had the, all the black lives matter and stuff as well all that type of stuff came up so you know in terms of the prominence of everything and then you know the, they still take the knee every game now don't they and so um it's definitely it's the way to go anyway oh funny it's just the way to go it's like yeah. it's just taken god knows how many years to get into this position
0: um i mean listen there's there's still lots of ways to go in lots of aspects yeah I'll, like for instance the lack of black managers and coaches yeah. and right exclusions asians in football i don't know if you know but i also run a podcast around asians in football mm. and we, so funnily enough I interviewed Anwar yesterday and told him i'm i'm coming on here and he told me he's he's been on here already and yeah. to be honest like the whole way through he was just east end he was east end Anwar, all the way through yeah. he told some great stories about um cole and decano and stuff like that so um, nice yeah it's but at the same time i think that's the thing with football it's the national game in this country it's the world game and mm. it does reflect society and that's both in a bad way but also in a great way too i mean you look at i, I mentioned that book earlier on the yeah um, i'll show it up
1: one well, show it, yeah because yeah. we didn't recall then so did yeah. go?
0: Right. football's black pioneers yeah. by bill Hearn, david gleave came out in in around august and they are telling the story of the first black footballer of every single football club and the stories are fascinating and i don't know if you've heard of the jack leslie campaign for instance yeah in yeah
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah so that was the the black footballer who got picked for england back in the 30s or 40s or something and then when the fa found out he was black they dropped him so that story got forgotten so that someone launched a, a campaign to create a statue and stuff for him yeah. during during recent well, during lockdown basically and yeah, yeah and it's been been fantastic so yeah interesting
1: times interesting times it is. it's interesting and it's like you know we you know we've had, we've had guys from the pride of irons on here as well you know obviously and and, and they're they're the same you know then there's the same boat really isn't it and i think actually I just think that's, you know, and, and what and the great thing is, I mean, you know, in terms of, as you said, you did the Asians in Football podcast, Pride of Irons do a podcast, and it's just all about creating this content for other people to, you know, because t- like, I, I don't know how to explain it, but everyone's just a football fan, isn't it? You just, all everyone's yeah, football band, you know? and it's just, um, and it's great. There's different, there's different content out there for people to, to listen to, particularly now, because, you know, well, I suppose not now, because uh, are you, in, are you in tier two? Are you in a tier two?
0: uh where am i i'm in chad relief at the moment so yeah. yeah that's
1: tier two. yeah we're tier two so yeah you're in tier two so um yeah i mean until lockdown i you know listened to more pop all the podcasts because it's just something to do isn't it or anything um but no it's it's it's, it's really important i think you've got the the rainbow laces um starts i think that's soon remember lacy's campaigns very soon you know the premier league i'm pretty, pretty sure it might be next couple of weeks um but yeah no it's uh it, it's it's something that's been put on the agenda and it should have been put on the agenda years ago but things happen you know it's it just it's things take time unfortunately it takes it takes people to um things to be politicized and stuff like that yeah. for change to be made but it's what it is man isn't it we're getting terribly deep for a west ham podcast. <laughs> we are i, I it. like it i like it we're not talking about what's your favorite crisps we are we're getting the hard hitting you know yeah. um mon- cheese onion mon- uh, what was it uh pickled onion monster munch today that's why i had my crisps you had you had spicy noodles though. so um Although you stopped sniffing there, so it's quite good. Um right, so yeah, the sniffly, first question,
0: sniffly, not yeah.
1: sniffling <laughs> yeah. So the first question he says, 18 minutes in, um, is is why West Ham, Apu? Why is that why is it your why is it your team, man? i I'd love to say it's because when I was three year
0: three years old back in 1975, my dad took me to to the victory parade yeah. for the 75 FA Cup winning team. But I'll be honest, I've got no recollection of that whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> I was three years old you know what i mean um but I, I i was pretty much spent most of my life in east london and my first real memory of football is probably the 1980 fa cup final because obviously back then mm. there wasn't a lot of football around i was living in in a flat above leighton Sto- some of the shops on Leytonstone high road at the time i went to cannell school which is which is leighton stone yeah, and uh, look west ham won it was great feeling and everyone around me supported west ham i can't remember if were street foot parties or is that just in my head i don't know maybe i'm mixing up with diana and charles's wedding or the <laughs> yeah, yeah, jubilee yeah. i don't know but it's been i mean listen the other thing if, before we leave being a little bit deep altogether. together mm-hmm. um i'm brown for those who haven't noticed and growing
1: up in oh, it, might listen to the podcast. it might be it might be listening yeah. to it on on, on spotify or, or, or apple apple podcast or google podcasts um and so they might not know although you know yeah. apu yeah. Is, is your name so you're the shoes right. yeah. So, yeah I'm,
0: I'm so i'm indian and growing yeah. up in in the 70s in and around stratford it wasn't an easy place to live and sure. there's there's all sorts happened and we had a very small family. When I say we had a very very small family, it was just me, my mum, and dad. My brother didn't come along to, for ten years, yeah. um and we moved around a lot. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really have. I wasn't settled. I didn't have a place. Yeah. didn't have a group of friends to call my own. Kept on moving about, and the only thing that kind of gave me an identity was being a West Ham fan because we were all moving all around East London, and that was the one consistent or the one constant wherever yeah. I go. I'm a west ham fan and you know what it's like football it's a way of talking to anyone and everyone yeah and as you get slightly older then you start swapping panini stickers in the back and back of the class and whatever and and so that's it so sometimes for me i'll be honest supporting west ham gets a little bit deep because it is wrapped up in my identity completely so because that's how i fit it in in when i was at primary school and it was of sort of last year of primary before we moved to Ilford and
1: and stayed there stayed put if you like mm-hmm. yeah i mean that but that makes perfect sense I and mean, i think you're right it is uh, and for some people it's it's more of a it's more of a i don't know it's, it's more internalized than others i think and i mean you know it is the great leveler isn't it football it's just it's the it's the way you can have a conversation with anyone in the world um i mean my wife hates it when i'm on holiday because literally, my suitcase is full of West Ham tops, and if there's a West and if there's a West Ham fan somewhere around the pool, I know. Which Dubai, there is. Yeah, which it always is in like Dubai or you know or wherever. I I'll end up talking to them and 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 then we then it's like oh what do you know oh, my my wife's the same with crazy people there's a crazy person <laughs> on the train obviously when before we could go on the train back masks and stuff um they'd end up always talking to my wife and she'd always listen to them um but yeah it's always and it's a great with Evelyn, isn't it and you just meet meet people um and i mean it's like the other i mean i live i mean you're in chadro i'm in Ornchurch. you know i i literally i the other day i went to get my car serviced so when I went to the, the the garage, I was in the West End. top. The guy was literally, oh we we're West Ham, we chatted about 40 minutes, the, the mechanic. I literally got out of the car. Yeah, there's no problem, everything's sorted, drove around to my house, got out of the car, literally some old bloke. This was like in January. This was a few, this was in the um what oh, we know the summer transfer. And I got out of the car and this bloke shouted out, this old guy well, didn't even bother stopping, wasn't looking at me, just shouted out. We're still outside no one have we and carried on walking it didn't even break a stride do you know what i mean but i love it and i love it and that's why i love like this channel because to be fair i've at that 200 you know that 250 guests i don't i've maybe met 10 of them maybe uh maybe 15 people and now it's like you know you sit there and chat for an hour and you go god an hour's gone and it's like you know everyone knows each other and because it's the main it's the leveler isn't it? it doesn't matter if you're you know i don't know like you know a, a, 15 year old kid or an 80 year old man I've, I've interviewed everyone in between um you can talk to about west ham to, to the cows have gone home and um oh it's just great in it it's, it's great and I, we're just unique fans we are just unique um i know people say it but but it, but it is it's a unique bunch of guys we are you know when we interview ex-players and stuff and they all talk about us as a fan group and how special we are and it's like the other night we had we did a, a thing with trevor sinclair like a trevor sinclair night and and, and bless him I, I I text him like oh do you know you know send me a little video you know i'll oh, come on o- okay <laughs> you know the Trump just turns up you know and uh but they're all like that they're all like all the ex-players they they love the club and they love the fans and um been very fortunate to interview a lot of them but uh, it's west ham man it's you know it's as you say it's a way of life some people it's more um, we had a guy we had peter sing on um and and he's he was really open about west ham and and basically it saved his it saved him really mentally um you know he didn't he wasn't going anywhere and west ham was the one consistent like you said west ham is the one consistent you know you could drop into a copy. it was it was that's the thing that was keeping him on his, his sane his sanity and uh that got very deep that was a very deep one as well it got into mental health discussions and Everything, but why not in it why not it's uh yeah. west Ham's just it's just part of everyone's life but uh no, it's good man i love it love it love it love it and it's, it's nice that and i think it's great like you know just the fact that you know it doesn't matter where you went you could start a conversation about west end the pleny stickers and uh oh, takes us back man takes us back that's why i love doing this show anyway let's talk about your hammers 11. let's talk about that now i if i'm led to believe it's 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 somewhat um you are taking some inspiration from from that book You were talking about
0: i yeah i have i mean i mean first of all a couple of months back i can't remember when i i put my first west ham 11 together and i thought you know what there's not. i mean i've got some great players in there julian dix mark ward um joe cole and i was thinking but it's no different from anyone else's and then i tried i tried a couple of variations like i said i've been been waiting for the call been waiting for the call Uh, (laughs) um and then in the last couple of weeks there's a couple of things happened like i said i interviewed the authors of that book for for my podcast because i'd love sure. to do or for someone to do a similar book on asians in football but that's not going to happen for probably 50 60 years do you know what i mean but yeah yeah that's yeah. like, it it's such a great book for i do that um and then other things like the anton ferdinand documentary we're talking about that mm. um what else was going on then black like i said black history month just happened etc and we got into conversation on the bame hammers whatsapp group and and all of a sudden i just thought yeah this is what i'm going to do i'm going to do a a black west ham 11 and just see where i get with that and we had great fun on that evening like everyone jumping in bringing out names left right and center but, but we didn't see him at his best or he only played a handful of games and they're just fantastic so I before we start that, yeah. i'll ask you do
1: you know yeah. who our very first black player was oh now i'm gonna like an idiot um was it john Charles? no no it was not
0: john charles john I charles think... was the first black what was he the first black he was the first black captain of for at any level for for a team to win a domestic competition yeah. so the youth team won the fa cup and he was captain of that he was also the first black player at any level to represent england so again that was probably under 21 i think it was yeah but he he wasn't our first black player that was according to this book and i've i've also got one of these which i dug out of the loft yeah i must have got like 20 odd years ago who's with west ham um chap called fred corbett back in back in
1: 1899 wow wow
0: and of that book the history book doesn't even mention that he's black because and that's one of the things when we interviewed the the authors like how the hell do you know can, can you imagine looking at a black and white yeah. photo and trying to figure it out and stuff and i don't know it's it just, yeah listen corbett cool if anyone wants a really cool christmas book i don't i'm not on commission yeah that's fantastic. It really is. Yeah, yeah. Great stories in there. But anyway, I know
1: so, a couple, of, know a couple you know, of guys who really like that. You know, anyway, I gone yeah. So Fred, yeah, Fred, Fred Corbett. Fred Corbett was yeah. He was our first first that's ever player back in eighteen ninety nine. That's amazing. But I think eighteen ninety nine as well. You know, it's like, you know, it, that's 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 impressive when you think about it. You know, in in terms of, I mean, I don't. I haven't read the books. So I don't know how. Then the time frame was for the other other players in terms first, of their time but...
0: five for i think sheffield united or something Oh okay so, so very on. close yeah very close yeah. and i mean well i might as well just tell you so just talking about asians in football as well the very first asian in football professional was a chap called john cother for watford in 1898
1: wow yeah but there
0: you go
1: there you go Mm, there you go. It's, it's educational yeah. as well as as well as we're yeah you know, we're educating people. I never knew that. That's really interesting. Really inter- That's else interesting. An, yeah, because Anwar Anwar was the first captain, oh, uh, top uh, flight captain, Asian yeah, top flight captain. Yeah, yeah, it like yeah. was
0: actually his first Asian captain again. A, a top a, flight team, yeah. a top flight team of any level to win something. Yeah. Up, the nineteen ninety FA Youth Cup. Yeah, Joe Cole, Michael Carrick, etc first asian to captain in in the football pyramid yep. or in the professional in the efl um yeah and also at the moment he's the highest ranking asian coach he's uh really in the wow. National league. yeah so that's
1: crazy though because all the shots uh, you know they're nationally you know yeah it? it's, it's crazy isn't it but yeah interesting oh, very we're all learning something we're all learning it's a cathartic process this this episode so um so yes yeah, so we're gonna go for a, for a black west ham 11. i like it i like it now i'm gonna i'm gonna put a caveat on there because i'm sure you've already done it but i want to pick players that you've been uh, of your uh, like you've seen yeah. that, 11. Is that right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. I don't need to throw a John Charles in because um, <laughs> I don't think you're that old. We've had John Charles. I mean, he's been picked. Uh, Jackie Hughes, a few guys picked him. um who are obviously fortunate around to see him play, you know, and 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 him as a person. But uh, okie dokie. Right, let me get my little things ready. Okay, so who's in goal? Right, go on, let me think. Go on, think a, I think a two. Okay. Hmm, now, I think you're going to pick Shaka Hislop. But... You might pick Bernard Labar.
0: Okay, or I might go
1: for David James. Or oh, David James fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love it. It's such a fucking idiot. Sometimes you gone for JMO. I've I have gone
0: for JMO. Um, and the reason for that, I, like I said, my boy wants to become a footballer. He's a goalkeeper. Yeah. And in the last couple of years, yeah. we've kind of done a deep dive into goalkeeping. We've like listened to every single podcast. Yeah. Watched videos, read things. Like I said he's training. One of his training is classed as elite the other trainings are both done by x-pros so yeah. so we've kind of got an idea about goalkeeping and i think jamo jamo gets quite a bad rep because he had that that calamity james yeah. nickname and mm. something i always argue about was because i've seen the stats what david james used to do was he would go for everything and when i say he'd go for everything he went for three times as many crosses on average as the next goalkeeper wow. in the Premier League. Now when you go for that many, you're gonna drop the odd one High yeah, percentage yeah. But and then obviously it's a goalkeeper. So once you make a mistake, if it leads to a goal, you look like the full yeah. guy. if you think about how many he he would have stopped, how many chances he would have stopped by being so aggressive, um, I think he really was an underrated keeper for us. And I think he was underrated keeper just generally in England, anyway. So, and she said once,
1: once And you're totally right. Once you once you have a couple of, um, a couple of slips, then that's your tag, is it? It's like yeah. Joe Hart. Joe Hart was never given a chance at any club he went to after that England. After he played that like, in England, or Rob, Green, Rob Green, yeah, Rob Green's yeah. Right? exactly, yeah, Rob Green. You know, and he's, he was a one slip, but he was just so consistent across so many years for us. But yeah, JMO. And sometimes I think I forget that Jamie James played for us do you know what i mean he's he's, he's always i don't know i think everyone's I'm trying, trying
0: to, to forget that season anyway <laughs> yeah
1: well, and that season itself probably wasn't great but um yeah i could have picked out you could bit darren randolph as well i do like randolph i do really like and, him and and it's good to see you got the boy trot and there and um oh what's the other guy's name the other keeper the young yeah there. i know who you mean but no i saying Gakia, say but it's not in Gakia, but it's, it's, it's spelled yeah. very similar but yeah no it's um yeah good shout all right we'll put Mo in uh, right, go on. You go, for, you, you go as, as you got them written down, Apu. okay.
0: Um, right, fair enough. I'll go with my left back
1: next, okay. Yep. For George Paris, oh, Georgie Paris, what a player!
0: Because I think I started. I mean, look, I've been to the odd game in the 70s and then in, in the 80s when I got secondary school. Um, that's when I discovered some mates who were going week in, week out to, to West Ham and we're also that generation that used to go to late orient quite often on the yeah, game so
1: well, yeah
0: when um when we went so so yeah i mean the top i've got on now i don't know if you can see it's kind of it's the top i associate with players like like mark ward and and stuff like that who's one of my favorite players but yeah around that time george paris i don't think i i thought of him as a black player specifically but he gave everything and that's what mm. i remember about him so yeah definitely mm. one of my favorite left-sided players that i've seen
1: and he was one of those players you could put in any position and you know he'd put a shift in in mm. you know, it he, he played pretty much i mean i think i started watching him properly early 90s and he was central midfielder. i want to say he played quite a few games there and yeah and he played left back he played it you know it, it, you could have put him between the sticks he'd have a go you know you know at least he, he'd have a go with it and um players like that are just west ham fans take to their hearts isn't it you know yeah. just have a go and, and and put it all out on the pitch and and don't leave anything on the changing rooms afterwards but uh yeah top guy all right okay georgie p's in who's next now,
0: cool um all right so I've, I've done this as uh the same formation we are using at the moment so i've got three mm-hmm. center backs Yeah. um the first one i'm going to go with is a bonner yeah we had a mean. vote last year for the bame hammers had we polled our members and had uh hammer of the year and a Bonner got it by one from antonio and rice who yeah. were both up there um because i just thought he's been i mean for the reason i've chosen him I, I think he's been superb for several seasons now even the season before when things weren't going so great he was he was mr consistent he was yeah. the the best out of a bad bunch for our defense all the way through um and he has been like i said since since that last couple of seasons at the bowling yeah. so and i think in time in future we'll look back at him as one of our better center
1: backs definitely and he's he's just been nominated to one of the shortlists for the play of the month in november yeah. so well deserved and he, he has he's just been immense and that's that that group of three anyway Them, you yeah, know balbuena him and diop it seems always like one of them gets injured or something, and then the other two hit a really good form, and then the other person can't get in, and so there's always two out of those three are playing well. And I think obviously Balbuena and and um, and Oggy are playing well, so Diop hasn't really got a look in at the moment. When one of them makes a mistake, he'll be back in, and then hopefully they'll play well. And you know, if it's good, it's it's competition, isn't it? It's and that's what we want. Um, you you, you know, there's only a few people whose first name is on the team sheet is definitely each week, but uh, yeah, all right, I'll put Oggy in. Who's next, man?
0: Fine, I was
1: seriously considering anton for a couple
0: of the goals as the tottenham goal is that superb volley that he scored for against fulham was it yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but i don't know i mean listen my memories of anton is i can't remember if he was maybe it was unfair comparisons with rio so maybe i don't know and so i feel a little bit bad especially because they had this documentary last week and stuff but instead i'm going to go with another current player winston reid
1: yeah now oh, reno it's funny to me we talk about being a, a current player do you know what i mean just because we haven't seen him he's obviously so long and he's been in playing in america but i mean he was he's been a fantastic servant for us
0: no yeah I mean, before his injuries at uh, the last season or two at the bowling he was immense even i think the first season at stratford if i remember rightly he he was just so aggressive in he'd mm. go for everything and he got in front of defenders so often and pitched him with the odd goal, like the goal against Man United and, and stuff like that, etc. So um, it's, it's a shame that I guess the beginning of his career and the end of his West Ham career were a little bit. For different reasons, um, yeah. I think we brought him as a right back, didn't we initially? Oh, well, we signed him. Or did he, he get paid a right back? I can't remember.
1: I think, now. yeah. I mean, I, I, I vaguely remember that, but obviously, he he wasn't he wasn't great when he first signed for us. Um, and we went down, didn't we? And then, then he became the player in the championship, you know. And um, yeah, you never know. I think he's I think he's a uh, he's loan spell with Kansas Sporting Kansas is up in January, so who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe, although he wouldn't get into the current team, so... we'll get into the team, no, that's a trouble. And don't forget, we've got Craig Dawson as well on loan, so don't forget, you know, course, yeah. everyone forgets about Craig Dawson. But, yes, yeah, so uh, well, I think that might be why we've got him on loan rather than bought him, to be honest, because I think, you know, we winnie Winnie back. But anyway, right, OK, we'll put Oggy in, we'll put Winnie. Who's the third in that three, then? Rio. Rio, Rio.
0: Yeah, find
1: him. Rolls-Royce, Rio.
0: Yeah i mean i'll be honest i'm not sure that we ever saw there's a couple of things actually there's there's a i don't think we saw the best of him because when he went to leeds Mm. especially when he was at man united he did become he fulfilled his potential as a defender having said that i was always i guess a little bit disappointed because that he didn't travel out with the ball as much as i think we saw the glimpses of that we knew he had the capability but I don't so I'm a little bit, it's a little bit frustrating in that sense that we never saw as that he, he was, he was never as good as no, that's wrong. I was going to say his net wasn't as good as he could have been. He probably yeah. was, but it could have been even better.
1: Definitely. And I think he, he progressed, but I think even better in some respects, but I think actually by going to like a man United, he lost a lot more of that ball playing side at, at Leeds. He did it quite a bit, um but when he went to man united it was like Ferguson knocked that out of him and he would have been i think you know hindsight's a great thing but you know if if he hadn't had lost not not knocked out but had done it more often as you said more often but across his career he would have been put in the same light as the beret of this world because he he was that good and uh he could he could have played any position on that pitch um i think he played midfield i think he came as a right wing back i think to start with um and yeah and it's funny with all that that sort of crop of players that came through rio's the only one and joe to some extent that i still think are west ham boys do you know what i mean i still think of rio as a west ham boy i don't see it at frank michael carrick to some extent but rio always sees is still being a west ham boy you know under under his man united top he had like a west ham vest on or something you know just because maybe because of his brother and when we have had anton on and Anton's spoke very highly of of obviously his brother and we, we spoke about that as well I we spoke about you know I, I didn't really bring it up but he spoke about you know living in the shadow so to speak of of your brother when you play the same position your surname's the same you look you know, very similar um he struggled i think with that and uh but the players around like joe and stuff they were brilliant with him put his arm around him and said you know you're you're your own man and stuff and uh now yeah but rio's top guy top top guy uh, and going to be a dad again soon. Okay, good for him. Good for him. Good for him. Right, we'll put Mr. Ferdinand in. Right, that's your bat three. So he's going to be your uh, your Vladimir. Co- Sorry, Soufal. He likes to call himself Vladimir Soufal.
0: Soufal, our right yeah. back. Um, I was I was seriously talking with Glenn Johnson, but he only played a handful of games with for us. I'll be honest. That summer when he left, I was probably more upset about him rather than anyone else, including Joe Cole, who. Yeah who is probably the greatest homegrown player I've ever seen by a country mile. Um just because we thought I thought this is one for the future. I yes. thought yes. the one good thing to come out of that season is Glenn Johnson and at least he's a homegrown boy and he'll be with us for at least a couple more years. <laughs> yeah. And like 10 games later or 15 games or whatever it was he's gone. It was like
1: Ooh. it was that period wasn't it where you saw anyone who came on who was good you saw oh he's got in He's got in six months, you know. He's got in yeah. six months, he's got in six months, and uh, yeah. Well, I was starting to care that because we get, we've got, I mean, like, you know, t- towards the end of last year, or so we had then Gakia, didn't we? And it was like, yeah, he was good, and then obviously that all happened. He's doing well at Watford, isn't he? Same as then,
0: yeah, he is. Good. Listen, the way I see it, look, he went for first team football, yeah, he did. And yeah. if he's getting it, which he is, then, then good for him, um, yeah yeah but yeah you're right i forgot about angaki i did like him but i've gone for and this will probably be controversial with him himself is antonio
1: yeah we well, played there. he played, he? He played fucking everywhere else didn't it so he might as well yeah. put him there there we get to where is he where is old michael there he is yep yeah. good old slav put him there didn't he <laughs>
0: yeah i mean listen he wasn't he, he wasn't as effective no win back as i think we all thought he could or should be um but having said that i mean if listen if this was a real team you'd want someone like antonio on the pitch with you and i mean look he's he's played all over the front for us and and he's been very very effective in his own particular yeah. way but since lockdown all of a sudden he's just become such a fantastic striker and yeah and if he wasn't for age he'd be should be knocking on that easily. Well,
1: right? yeah. Even for like a, you know, as a, I mean, there's no one like him in there, apart from Traore, but there's no one English like him um, in terms of the sheer power and pace he's got and unpredictability. You know, he doesn't know what he's doing. So how does how yeah. will Harry Maguire know what he's doing on Saturday? Do you know what I mean? So, um, and, and I just think he's, he's and I don't know what it is, you know, but because he's always had it and he? he's always had that sort of, that bit. Where he's you know that sort of purple patch, and then he always gets injured for like three months. Yeah. And he comes back, and obviously Touchwood he's had, he had, he obviously had a slight injury for a couple of games. But I think that's that's because he's been not getting injured. He's he's been and and I think it's almost like because he's playing that sort of yeah. You know, and I I I coin it it's my my phrase is called the he's been moistified moist you know sort of a moistification. So and because he's like this new central striker he can't do his headless chicken dancing running about everywhere anymore because he's he's on his own so he's he's being more selective of why he's running and maybe that's saved his old hamstrings a bit i don't know but you know it's, it's i mean more is the same thing for now and, and turned him into a striker didn't he and he likes wingers up front doesn't he by the looks of it but, but antonio yeah top man top fella lovely guy you know crashes car with a snow- his lamborghini with a snowman out. that made my christmas list last year to be oh. honest
0: you know i mean
1: football's quite boring you know there's no per- i don't think there's any sort of personalities like they were back in the day with monks and bish and people like that but yeah that was quite funny well i'd probably not funny for the house that Ooh, in
0: that's, that's a good idea for a future west ham 11 for someone a personality
1: 11. well we've done we've done we did a graham howlett from these other branded the that the locked up 11 and it was oh, 11 I... of people who are the wrong side of the law um and there was some someone there um and so did uh so did longers as well but yeah personality 11 just like oh yeah that'd be quite interesting you have like martin allen and john monco in the middle and oh Razor in the centre-backs. Yeah, yeah. A good, that'd be good fun, actually. Next person comes on. There we go. I, turn, cool. I sometimes give people ideas, but that'd be a good on. Personality 11, yeah, it'd be a good on. Right, Antonio is in the right wing-back. So cool.
0: Oh. Right. Oh, i was just get wrong one. Uh, right, okay, central midfield. I'm yep. going to go with Alex Song.
1: Now, he was a player, weren't he? He was a proper baller, Alex was.
0: There were times when he was world class. Uh, after him. Payet, he's probably the best player I've seen in the last 10, 15 years in West Hampshire. He was just, he was immense. I mean, there were times against Man City, against Liverpool as well, where, um, where he just looked like it was a one-man team. Or we were a one-man team. Yeah, yeah. And... And I know him and Payette played a couple of games together, but if we'd seen both of them at the West Ham best,
1: oh, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Yeah, they did that. Was it a training? I want to think it was a training game. I remember there was this goal that they scored where they must have passed about twenty times to each other, and it was and someone put it on YouTube. It was like a training game and it well friendly. And you're like, oh my god, this is this is the. And I remember actually when we were going to sign him because I got we turned up to the ground. We had like our pre match meeting and we were told that we were signing Alex Song on the pitch up before kickoff. But we can't tell anyone. It was like a secret. They like hushed, like really weird. They sort of hushed him in with like it was like. Real hush hush thing, and um, yeah, no, he was just he was brilliant. Is uh, it he's he's back playing, I think he's playing for a, a Middle East team or something like that. I saw his Instagram the other day. Um, oh, yeah, he was just he was brilliant. I think he's even that old at the moment, I think he's no. only 32 33. So. No, I don't think so. We'll have we'll have a look when we when we chat, but you know, I don't think he's um, he's very old at all. But I know he was because on his Instagram, he was he was back in I don't know where, where he, he's where he was originally born. But he was, he was back in, uh, maybe back in Cameroon or something like that. And like, he was, he was like playing football with kids. And now he's just like, yeah, he's, he's playing for, who's he playing for? Altar solar seven. There we go. Okay. And they play in the, they, no, they played, they oh, Altar, Altar I don't know this car, who's his team. They play in the, oh God, I can't pronounce, do you, I think it's, it might be an Ethiopian league or something like that. The Jib, Jib, the Djibouti Premier League. Right. Okay. So we've all learned something today, but yeah. So, um but no, he's great, and obviously, uh, cousin of Rigabert's song, who didn't get in your team, I noticed. In <laughs> well, no, we still got. Some... <laughs> no, we didn't.
0: That's what's wrong. we in that when we had that chat in the West in the Bay hammers group. It... Yeah. I think we we had to clarify for a couple of people that it'd be Alex Song and not Rigobert Song. Yeah. So, listen, we've also had some some poor players of all sorts, but there was Song Kamara etc. Players that yeah, not oh, getting. I, I,
1: remember, I remember going to oh, it must have been filbert Street, and they were both making their debuts. Oh my god! He's like, oh fuck you now, Rigobert Song and tt Kamara. I was like, oh bless him, oh dear, yeah ring about sorry he was a white one he He was all right but yeah we'll put alex in the the better cousin um right who's next then man right paul Ints. oh yeah he got yeah defo in I mean, he was one of his players. I mean, I think he's he's one of those ones where I think it's a bit like his reputation goes goes before him. I've got to type it in. Obviously, he hasn't been appeared that much. um But yeah, he's when he played for West Ham. You know, when you talk to players, people who saw seeing him play and stuff, he was brilliant. Yeah, he's a great player, wasn't he? A fantastic player. Just unfortunately, what happened afterwards. But uh even then, you know.
0: Yeah, listen, it's a real shame, and I think. Listen, he was very good for us. Yeah, um he was fantastic. I mean, uh, the highlights was probably going to be that four-one against Liverpool, where he scored. Was it two or three? It was two. Scored I two, I think. Yeah. yeah, um But there were other games he had. But then again, he's one of those players that we've seen the best of him elsewhere. Yeah. So at times when he was in that, listen, I don't like Man United at all. But the times that Man United team that he was in, the one-touch passing and stuff that they were doing, and like, wow. And obviously he had England, great England career and, and everything, but yeah, he, he, he was a very good player. And yeah, I think he, in a, again, in a real team, he'd hold that midfield together. Yeah,
1: exactly. And he was, and he, you know, they, I think someone who else who picked him, they were talking about him and his relationship with John Lyle and stuff. And, um, you know, it was like he was, just, he was a son to, to Paul, you know, and, um, yeah, it's one of those things where, yeah, I think, it's like nowadays with Jermaine, and when Jermaine left, and then he came out and apologized. Paul never came out and apologized for for that, and I think that's why people still have. This I no, I okay, I didn't know that. I know he's explained what happened and stuff like yeah. that. But I think
0: if he hasn't apologized, he's been contrite and stuff about that. Yeah, him. he hasn't. Right, yeah,
1: it's and not I think. Right. He's, no but i think it's probably where you have a situation where you know you, i think it's the way you, you yeah i mean i i he could well have put I, I i'm not aware of, he may well have done it in in the in the press you think after so many years it, someone would have, would have tied him down to a, you know an interview to talk about it oh maybe maybe i could be the man maybe i could break him i don't know but uh yeah no he's i've seen loads of clips of him i wasn't around to see him play for west ham but you know he was it was just athletic he was strong he was quick he was he was a, a great player as you said i saw that Liverpool game.
0: As, as i know cole and carrick have done that as well but as a youngster to be playing central midfield in the top mm. and holding your own against some of well maybe not the world's best players at the time but definitely the country's best players at the time yeah. um a lot of mental strength and he's shown that with with his career afterwards as well definitely,
1: definitely. i mean obviously in, 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 well, a fantastic career over in Italy as well, you know, uh, Inter and stuff. Yeah, know. great player. Okay, right. All right, is in. Uh, cool. Who's next? Right, I'm going for my forwards now, and I'm going to go with Trevor Sinclair. Ah, uh, friend of the show. I love Trevor Sinclair.
0: Yeah, Trevor Sinclair, fantastic player. I mean, he, he scored that some great goals for us. Is that scissors kick? I mean, I was listen. I was delighted when we got him because um he he kind of beat when qpr got relegated he kind of become the forgotten man a little bit and and then we we re-signed him i was there at the game i think it was tottenham he made his debut and and i'm pretty confident i was the first person to cheer because as soon as he shot i saw it going in so i stood up so i'm pretty sure i i I cheered before anybody else did that (laughs) game but he was him and de they they connected so well it was yeah and they him who else got into the england team at the time i think um actually i can't remember now there's there's three players from that team that got into the england squad didn't they for the world cup um uh,
1: Joe, yeah I eventually i mean he yeah because he got into that he got into the two he managed to get into the 2002 one didn't he and i mean yeah he was just and it was like again it was like that, that time where. Obviously you got a thing like Decanio was sort of relatively on the football heap at the moment because he was like he'd push over a referee that and as you said Trevor was the forgotten man. You know, we look at we look at transfer deals, I think it was two point two two point seven million plus Roland and Dowie. It's like hello, that's the, one of the best transfers Harry ever did. Um and It's great because we've had him on the channel a couple of times. I said he he popped on the the live stream yesterday, but when we were talking to him originally about West Ham, he was so humble. He was like, you know, I turned up the first day. I didn't think I was going to, and I was thinking I'm I'm a squad player. (laughs) What? (laughs) Because yeah, I didn't think I was going to get in the first team. Um, That's how, yeah, because he was like, I was at QPR. I was, my, my, my confidence was really low. Jerry Francis had left. Some of my mates had left. We'd been relegated. And I was like, just like, and we we resurrected his career, and we did the same thing to Paolo that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he knows that, and so does Paolo. I think that's why they're so like passionate about West Ham. You know, he's just, I, I can't, I haven't got enough sort of superb, superb, superlatives to talk about Jerry Sinclair as a person because he's just a lovely human being who I've got to know very, very well over the last sort of, couple of months and do anything for you. Anything for you, despite the fact that we've never physically met each other. Um, and he was just a fantastic player. And he reminds me, and I think that's why, because Trevor Sinclair, that period, he just reminds me of when I was used to go football properly with my granddad, and you to literally I can close my eyes and see it because he was almost blind, bless him. And the only I don't know how he drove, I don't know how he managed to get, <laughs> <laughs> because he was he could barely see. But he'd and he was sitting on the front row of centenary upper. And you'd look at the game, and anything that was done good, any done good, anything that was done well by a West Ham player who was black was Trevor Sinclair. Could have been Shaka. Could have been David James. It could have been anyone. Have fight? No, bloody Sinclair. Only, only player on the pitch there is. And uh, I have this personal affiliation with Trevor Sinclair. So I'm very glad that he's in the team. And also, we'll get a retweet because he's in it now. So there we go because that's be the one i put on the on the thing so there we go trevor sinclair god bless him okie doke who's next man right a little bit
0: stretching the definition of black but i don't know what that is anyway Payet.
1: yeah that's that's yeah
0: He's yeah. from the where's he from reunion islands and um yeah I've, I've looked into it i'm not really sure what his actual ethnicity is beyond reunion islands because they're made up of people that some are from africa some are from india and and Sri lanka that kind of area so he's, yeah i mean
1: he's the way, the way he, and also the way he's, he's i mean he's he's got you know dimitri as well um you know the, the name itself. He's, he seems he, i think he's a bit of a hodgepodge of different different nationalities and, and ethnicities by the looks of it yeah. um um yes as you said it's like it's in the indian ocean isn't it the reunion ideas and stuff and That's so right. but, yeah check out my geography um but yes anyway on, carry on man talk about how great Piet was
0: yeah uh, i mean that's that i think that's what you got to do that's my memory it isn't how he left or anything like that it's yeah that especially that first season and some of the goals it wasn't even just the goals he scored it's the effect he had on the team it was the confidence with which he tried stuff Remember that time against man city i think it was it was our right back that we signed the one that went to norwich i think they did this thing where they passed across the pitch to each other um sam byron yeah that's it and and yeah, yeah that's right and they just they just did like i think three or four cross field passes to each other and but maybe I'm confusing memories, but then at the end I think pike did a couple of flicks and tried an outrageous shot from an impossible angle. But it was one of those players that got you off your feet. And yeah, listen, some of his goals, that free kick against Palace, which it's just amazing, wasn't it? I mean, I don't yeah. think Palace or I don't think any Premier League team has ever had as many players in a wall as Palace did. They're that's like nine players in the wall. Although controversially, I think what I do think, I think that was our second best free kick of that season. I think our best free kick was Valencia against, I think it was Bournemouth. <laughs> it's from an angle, and he came at it with the outside of his foot and he just swerved it in.
1: Yeah. yeah and I, I thought that was,
0: nice, yeah. that was outrageous, yeah. <laughs> but there you go. Anyway, Payet. um yeah. Listen, my kids. I think they were. I can't remember how old they were at the time. So they were little, little toddlers, or maybe they are a bit older. But the amount of times you used to get them singing in the car. The we've yeah. got pirate song. That's and, my
1: daughter. Yeah. Like that. yeah, yeah.
0: So, and like I said it was that final season of the bowling, which was sp- so special anyway. um And to have that player playing for us,
1: it, it was. Yeah, he, he made it. He made that season, didn't it? What it was. It wouldn't have been the same season without Dimitri yeah. Payet. and that, that and that's what I remember of him. And unfortunately, you t- you take the the rough of the smooth when you you sign those types of players, those you know mercurial players, those Payets, and Outoviches, decanios You know, they they can throw their toys out of the pram. And uh, yeah, you know, he, he came to us exactly the same way he left us. So what do we, you know, what do we expect? You know, he's not going right. to be a changed man after two years. But uh, no, best best technical player ever saw West by far, by far, in my opinion. But anyway, we'll put Demetrius. Who's next man? Go on.
0: Cool. My final player. My forward. I'm going to go for this player based on on half a season. Does that tell you who it is?
1: Oh, let me just let me just put in. Um, let me think of someone. Me do. <laughs> be... <I'm> sorry, I was going to say Mike Small mike small mike small
0: i said just based on that half season where he was just outstanding Uh, he was he was a big lump i can't remember exactly what he was but but his footwork was exceptional Uh, it was beyond that cliche of good feet for a for a big man it was (laughs) really really good he could dribble he could shoot he could do everything and i said for half a season i'm thinking have we've got such a good player Is in what's going on? When's he going to leave us? And then I, I'll be honest. I can't remember what happened. I know his, the goals fell off a little bit, but, but listen for, for that half a season, I, he, he gave us so, so much joy, so many goals, etc. cetera. Um,
1: so yeah, I've gone for Mike small. Yeah. Why not give Mike small a run out. That's the thing. And that's what I like about these shows. Cause you're like, you know, we get all these different players come up. I think that's probably the first time, mike's come up i think so brilliant you know why not you know i mean he played you know 50 60 games i reckon for us probably um yeah you know, he scored a fair few goals and and he was just he was just yeah is it that period or sort of early 90s when he was he was he was a he was a brute of a man absolute yeah. brute of a man but uh that's no, cool man i love that that's good good old mike small how old is mike small mike small is he's 58 there you go god bless him what birthplace of birmingham If anyone is interested anyway, anyway we like we like to educate on this thing um i think, man it's been lovely chatting to you as i said an hour literally an hour it's always an hour now hour flies yeah. by without even thinking about it but uh, it's been really good man thank you so much for your time i really really appreciate it um awesome. And, uh, and obviously, thanks, everyone, for, for listening uh, or watching on YouTube. We'll be listening to it on Spotify, um, podcasty, whatever it is. Um, whatever it is, give it a like, give it a share. And for myself and Vapu, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Wash those hands. Come on you irons, and we'll see you again very, very soon. Take care, everyone. Much love. Bye-bye.